and asked him for direction for today. If you have your Bibles, go with me quickly to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. <clears throat> 1 Samuel 30. I'm going to read a few verses here. And like I said, I will not hold you long, but I hope that God will encourage you with this word. Let us on Amen. Read from King James. Maybe switch over to New Translation in just a second. Amen. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burned it with fire. Let me pause there. Ziklag was a city in Philistia that the Philistine rulers had given David as a reward for his service. This was the time of his exile uh, when Saul was pursuing him and trying to kill him. And David actually had to take refuge in Philistia. Sometimes we find ourselves in some really strange situations, my friends. But no matter where you find yourself today, no matter what you are going through, I want you to know that God is still in control of all things. Amen. Oh, God yeah. is in control of the situation. Amen. 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 And he's still with you. No matter where you find yourself, he is with you. Amen. Once again, verse 1, it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the, on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed. For the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Say, David encouraged himself. So say it with me. David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. You can be seated. Thank you. Amen. The story is tragic. It's one of those heart-rending stories. And yet, thank God it ends well because with God all things end well. Amen. Even when you go through the trials, it ends well when God is in your life and in control of the situation. Amen. Amen. So again, let me remind you, David is living in Philistia. <clears throat> He's not loved by the Philistine leaders. Only one had taken him under his wing. David had served this man. Um, the, the leader was Achish. Achish said to David, you are perfect to me, as perfect as an angel of God. You have been honorable to me. 
Uh, and David wanted to go into battle to help him, but the other Philistines thought that he would turn on them because they were fighting against Israel. And they said, no, send this man home. So there was disappointment. There was rejection. But again, the hand of God in it all. If David had not returned home when he did, his wife, his sons and daughters, all of his families, the men that fought with him, all of their families would have been irretrievably lost. We see things that stop us sometimes. We see things that send us backwards sometimes. And we complain to God and say, God, why do I have this setback? Why am I being sent backwards instead of forwards? But friend, trust the hand of God. He is in your situation, amen. And he knows that sometimes he's going to send you back to take care of a situation and let a miracle come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know there was disappointment. David complained to the Philistine servant and he said, why won't you let me? But the, 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 the leader said, go, just go home before any other problems happen. It took three days to get back. Friend, again, at the time he had not been there, it would have been a terrible situation. But God's hand is in it all. While the Philistines were attacking Israel, Amalek attacked Philistia. They invaded from the south, and Ziklag, the city that was given to David, was targeted. I don't think this is coincidence. I don't think it was just happenstance. And the devil appeared before God one day and said, Have you considered? God said, Have you considered my servant Job? Honorable upright, righteous in all of his ways. And the devil mocked God and said, yeah, the only reason Job serves you is because you protect him. Sometimes the hand of protection of God is lifted for a season so that we can be reminded of our dependence on God. And the fact that our resilience is tied to the grace and goodness of Almighty God. Amen. Job went through some terrible things. More suffering than any of us have ever gone through. But my friend, God was with Job every step of the way. Even when he felt like he was isolated and lost, God was with him. And David has the same situation. I believe the enemy focused on the city of David. And when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, Amalek had invaded Ziklag, had smitten Ziklag, and had burned it with fire. There was nothing left, my friends. That's what we call scorched earth policy. Sometimes the devil just messes with us, and other times he comes in and he scorches the earth. He tries to absolutely destroy and eradicate you. Understand that the devil is going to do that sometimes. Don't let the devil tear you down. Just because he attacks you doesn't mean that you've got to run away and hide and cry. It's okay to cry. Weeping lasts for the night, but my friend, joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
what's inside that matters. Amen. Paul said, even though this body decays day by day, we have confidence in God. We have a peace in God because this house doesn't really matter. It's what's in us that matters. Our soul is in the hand of God and we trust in Him. Amen. Amen. So they came and behold, verse 3 says, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Ever been there? Yes. Come on. Amen. Talk to me. Ever been there? Amen. Ever known your heart to be so broken you cry tears until there are no more tears to cry? Amen. Feels like your soul has just been emptied out. That's how David and his men were. They wept until they had no more power to weep. And then all of a sudden, David became aware of the fact it wasn't just the weeping that was going on. But now the people were turning against him. They were blaming him. They were saying, if we hadn't left to go to war, this would not have happened. It's getting worse. Sometimes you think the situation can't get any worse, and then it surprises you, and it does get worse. Hang on to God. God is still in control of the situation. Amen. God is still God, even though the situation gets bad. And David was greatly distressed. For now the people speak of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man, for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself and Lord. That's one of the most powerful statements I find anywhere in scriptures. David encouraged himself. He didn't have anyone to pat him on the back, to give him a hug, to say, hang in there, brother. He was just David and God. But thank God 
that David knew how to get in touch with God. Amen. Amen. I said, thank God that David knew how to reach out to the presence of God and say, God, I don't know how I'm going to make it through, but I need some courage today. I need some joy. I need some strength. I need to know that everything is going to be all right. And for David encouraged himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. We sang it earlier in his presence. There is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. David, I believe, was the one that penned those words in the book of Psalms. David had learned that if you can just enter into the presence of God, if you can step out of the sorrow, out of this distress, out of the pain of your situation, and step into the presence of Almighty God, in His presence you will find fullness of joy. And you will find something that you can latch on to. Something that you can hold on to and encourage yourself in God. Amen. Amen. God. Hallelujah. Until you're there, you don't know how much that means. A friend, you reach down deep into your soul. Reach down deep into your relationship with God and say, God, if I ever needed you, I need you now. Amen. God, I've been through some crazy times, but I am trusting you. This was a man that had faced Goliath on the battlefield. This was a man who had overcome incredible odds. This was a man who knew how to trust in God. But friend, he had to get to a point that day and encourage himself in the Lord and say, David, buck up, man. David, get your heart straight with God. Don't turn your back on God right now. God is your only strength. Hallelujah. I know the devil will whisper to you, just turn around and run away and give it up. Oh, my friend, you got to hold on to God. Yeah. I said you got to hold on yes, to God. Yes. you got to encourage yourself in the Lord. When no one else can encourage you, you can encourage yourself in the presence of God. The story starts terribly, but it ends beautifully. David calls for the, the priest. The priest, the high priest had an ephod, a, a special uh, jeweled, precious stones, gold encrusted breastplate that they would wear when they entered and ministered in the presence of God. We don't understand all of the function of the ephod, but we know it was anointed by God. It was designed by God, and people were able to actually get direction from God through that, the, the ministry of the ephod. And David called the high priest of bring the ephod. I've got to talk to God. I've got to inquire of the Lord. I need some direction from God right now, friend. If you ask God for direction today, he's going to give you direction. Amen. I said he's going to give you direction. He'll tell you what you need to do, where you need to go. He will give you that comfort that you're seeking. Amen. David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered him, Pursue and you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Say all. All. 
the same warriors that had burnt the city to the ground. God said, because you've talked to me. Because you sought my presence and my direction. I tell you, go after the enemy. Don't let the enemy get away with what he thinks he's come away with. Go after the enemy. Go in faith. And I promise you, you will catch the enemy. And you will bring back everything. Everything. Nothing will be lost. Hallelujah. The story's fascinating. It's not a long story. I'm not going to read it all. But I'll tell you, he took uh, 600 men, 200 of those men, just couldn't take it anymore. They reached the brook, uh, Brook Besor. 200 men said, I just can't do it anymore. So he's left with only 400 men to pursue the Amalekites. But as they went through the desert through the, the, the wilderness. They find an Egyptian in a field. They could have just killed the Egyptian or just walked right past him. But friend, God honors the good Samaritan heart. Amen. God honors when in the time of your suffering, you stop to help somebody else out that's suffering. God blesses that. God honors that. Amen. They stopped right there and they ministered to the Egyptian. He was sick. He was hungry. He was thirsty. And they gave him food. They gave him water. They worked with him. And after a while, the Egyptian began to recover strength. Now again, if you're in the middle of a pursuit of your enemies... Be easy, just ignore the other one that's hurting and try to get your answer. My friend, today others may be hurting just as much as you are. And if you'll take a moment to minister to somebody else, God will bless you in return. Amen. Amen. As that Egyptian recovered his strength, they started talking to him. And the Egyptian said, I was with the band of the Amalekites. Sound familiar? Think that was coincidence? No, my friend. God had it all laid out. And the Egyptians said, if you promise to not give me back to my masters, if you'll give me my freedom, I'll lead you to the Amalekites. He led them to the end. Verse 16 says, When you brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, eating, drinking, and dancing. The devil thinks he's got it all around up to death. You know what? The fun's just started. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I said the fun's just started. The devil may be dancing, but that dancing's going to be replaced by weeping. Amen. Because we are the children of God. And if you can encourage yourself in the Lord and do what's right, God will lead you to the answer. Yes, he will. Long story short, David smoked them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. Friend, he said, you are not getting away. He fought an entire day. Overnight, into the next day, he smoked them. And there escaped not a man of them, say 400 young men, which rode upon camels. They were the only ones that could get away. They fled. Verse 18, and David recovered all. Say all. Oh. David recovered all, just like God had promised him. God said, you will recover all. And David recovered 
all, everything that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives, and there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil, nor anything that they had taken to them, David recovered all. all. David recovered that. Say that, David Was there still a city to rebuild? Yeah. The French city's going to be rebuilt. The devil causes harm and damage, but those things can be rebuilt. I want you to hold on to the promise of God today. I want you to encourage yourself in the Lord today. I want you to pursue after the enemy today. Don't just turn around and give up, my friend. Hang Amen. God. Amen. Maybe you cry for a while, but then dry your tears away and start talking to God. Amen. Because as you inquire of the Lord, He's going to make some promises to you. And if you follow the promise of God, He said, I will give you back everything. Just like He promised through His prophets. He will restore the years of the drought and of the kingdom. And of the locust, and of everything that has devoured your prosperity, your crops, your lands, your everything, God said, I will give it back to you. Yes. I will restore to you. Hallelujah. I will restore your Amen. Friend, hold on to God today. Will you do that? Amen. I said, will you hold on to God today? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. As we get ready for fellowship, we're going to go right now.